0: I don't care how dark it looks for you. I don't care what they just said to you. I don't care what the verdict is. I don't care what the haters say. It ain't over. No matter what happens to you, it ain't over. Ain't no such a thing as over. Do you know, man, that you can actually mess your life completely up? You can jack it all the way up, and you can turn around and get it right. Do you know that you can be divorced multiple times and still be okay? Do you understand that you cannot have a degree and still be just fine? Now, whatever you've been through, whatever that is, guess what? You're still here. You have a great life in front of you, but your great life is in front of you. It's not behind you. Pull yourself together and quit tripping because you're in the process. God is processing you. He ain't through with you. If he was through with you, you would not wake up in the morning.
1: up in the morning. Working hard for something you don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something you love is called passion. I think one of the mistakes that people make is they think purpose comes from their job. I've been a whatever for so many years, and when I lose my job or I retire, I now don't have a sense of purpose because I've... I so closely associated my self-worth with the job that I did. I knew what my job was, I had a sense of purpose. And one wonders if those things are conflated, right? Which is I had a sense of purpose for my job, but then when I didn't have the job, all of a sudden I I woke up in the morning and didn't know what to do. The purpose is not your MOS. Your purpose is not your assault gunner. Your purpose is not the job that you wake up to do every day. Your purpose is something bigger. It's good for you to go take your place in the world. Have some ambition. Have some, have a vision, have a goal, have a strategy. Try to be a good person, not because it's your duty precisely, because that's the proper way to live. We're in danger of undermining all of that. And it's not good for people. One of the things that I've really learned, for example, recently is that there's a very tight relationship between aspiration and responsibility.
2: All we know is, come get the spark and say, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my health.
1: There's two ways to see the world. Some people see the thing that they want, and some people see the thing that prevents them from getting the thing that they want. The rule is, you can go after whatever you want, you just cannot deny anyone else to go after whatever they want. You don't have to do it the way everybody else has done it, you can do it your way, you can break the rules, you just can't get in the way of somebody else getting what they want.
0: Every day, I demand more for myself than anybody else could humanly expect.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So, you've
1: got to keep it moving. We're here to work, commit thy works. This is no place to stand still. This is a, an incredible opening here. And when you are going through some stuff during the challenging times in your life, if you keep it moving, you'll get out faster. You'll get blessings out of nowhere. Listen to me. Activity.
0: Doing the best you can. If you're in those positions, the way you lead is with your emotional state. You can't have the certainty that gets you to follow through and get results. You aren't going to get that with low energy. You cannot manage what you do not measure you cannot manage what you do not measure now the number one thing we have to measure is our level of energy because it's going to affect the way your brain functions the way you interact with other human beings whether a problem knocks you to your knees or whether you truly step up so that energy is critical now think about this on a zero to ten if your energy is a ten it's that zero ten, like, unstoppable energy. It literally, anybody can give you anything, and you're going to pour through it. You're going to find a way. If your energy is like a five, eh, if it's a two or three, it's over. Now people are going to say and do things they don't even mean, but their partner may not forget it, and it hurts. Now we've got problems. You know, the only other position is one's high energy, one's low energy. That's another danger zone because this person's want to stay good. Well, why aren't you feeling like, good? They might even get in a fight over this. So your energy's got to be measured. So shake your body out just for a second. And if you would, tell me on a scale from zero to ten, where's your energy before we started here today? Before we started, zero to ten, before moving everything else, where was it? Would you put it, just put it in the chat for me real quick. Okay, five, seven, seven, a nine, a seven, eight, a five, a five, a two, a two, a three, a seven, a six, a five, a four, a six, a seven, a nine. Okay, if I look at this, it looks like the common number, the mean number is in the 5-6 range. So I have a question for you. Would you ever want to date a 5? Are you going to want to do business with a person of a 5 of energy? Is the person of 5 energy going to break through and build their business, find the way to be financially free, have this incredible race relationship? Hell no. So your energy affects everything. So what's the problem? The problem is energy is a habit. Science now shows about 48% of what we do every day is habitual, meaning we say some of the same things, we think some of the same thoughts, we have some of the same emotions, even if the environment changes. We have this emotional home, this habitual home we get back to. You know what's interesting? You can become awake and you can change where you live emotionally. You can shift it all, but you will not do it without energy. So if we agree energy is one of the most important elements of success in life, then question is this. Where are you versus where do you need to be?
3: When I work with people, when I, workshops or classes or anything, I always try to get people just to open their arms so that we can let the new one. Remember, this is the subconscious mind and this is where we're holding. So this is saying nothing new will get in. So I always like to feel that I'm open and receptive to new ideas and I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to change and I'm willing to grow. And sometimes I don't want to and sometimes it hits areas that I don't really care to change at the moment. And, you know, that's always an area that I know is important for me to work on.
2: First, get serious. Next... Get smart, learn everything you can from every source you can. The next one was get going. No matter how smart you are, nothing much happens in terms of results until you put it into action. Just go to work. And the old ancient formula is probably the best. Six days work, one day rest. Important not to get those numbers mixed up. Here's why activity is so important. It finally produces the miracle of reality. Yes, we need to be dreamers. Yes, we need to be architects for the future. But the architect needs the bricklayer. The bricklayer needs the architect knowing what to build. But the architect can draw the dimensions all day long. But unless somebody is willing to lay bricks, then the entity and the opportunity is never accomplished. So get going. Here's one that's important, and that is get better. And no matter how long you live, it's possible each day, each year to get better. To get better at understanding the complexity of life, at handling a variety of personalities that come your way. Get better at conquering worry. Get better at language that works miracles and helping people see, change their lives. Get better at seeing the vision for yourself so that you can enlarge what you do that takes in your family, takes in your community, your country. Get better at giving wise advice. Here was the next one. I learned it from my parents and that is to get away. Balance your life. Anything out of balance really doesn't run well, whether it's your life or your automobile or your business. My parents put it this way, don't miss anything. Don't miss the game, don't miss the performance, don't miss the show. Don't miss the opportunity. Turn off the television set most of the time. The average American family watches television six hours a day. I asked a man one time, what does television cost? He said, $450. I said, no, what does it really cost? Not to own it, but to watch it. What does it cost? I said, I estimate last year it cost you about $45,000. Not to own it, but to watch it.
3: To me, I think enlightenment is letting go of all the things we believe that are not benefiting us us in life or that barriers to our life, to the good things in life and to release them one by one and just think I don't have to believe that anymore or do I want to believe that anymore and making a conscious choice when we can understand that every single thing we believe has been a choice and it may or may not be true it can be true for you and not for you because it's your belief system and your belief system and then I have my belief system I say a lot uh, that may be true for you it's not true for me i may not say that out loud but people are doing things or saying things and i think that to myself a lot and also it has nothing to do with me whatever's going that has nothing to do with me because i'm under the law of my own consciousness this is my pathway and you have your pathway you have yours everybody does so we're we're all on a journey and i think The more conscientious we are about it and the more conscious choices we make, the better our journey is or the easier or the swifter or we get more goodies or we have better health.